Sports Cap Radio is officially back from a two-month hiatus, but the sports memory never stopped. This is a great example of the pros and cons of social media. The con being that if something is presented in a very polished way like this, people will believe it, regardless of fact-checking. It looks fucking real. And this is how easy it is for things to spread, like wildfire. It's all about presentation. How many people read that and assumed it was real? I had media members asking me if it was because they fell for the same thing. The presentation is spot on, but it's a parody account. And I fell for it. I'm not really ashamed about it. I just think it's more funny. So I know you guys couldn't hear that clip, uh, but our listeners could. Um, it's basically a Twitter account that posted uh, the Christian, um, God, what, Pol- Polisic? It's Polisic, Polisic. right? Polisic. Polisic. Uh, the quote I made, I made one of two, and, and they both kind of went off, but this guy posted it as 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 like a real quote. And then he's he's backtracking in this, in this video that he posts, basically saying like, it looks so polished anyone could have thought it was real <laughs> i mean you, you guys all saw it um it's, it's just fucking hilarious because yes although it was a decent presentation of the quote like it's so fucking outlandish like come on people come on it's, it's never gonna end uh going back then we we're talking about ab got one got a few of those ones out got some absurd ones out where Everyone, I guess, half their brain shuts off when they read it and they say, oh, there's a graphic and there's some words. It must be there. I think they just want to believe that it's real, but it's just, I don't know. I've never had any problem in my life discerning between satire and real life. And if I do have an issue, I certainly will Google it. It's just just amazing. uh, The internet is wild, but hey, that's why we do this. And it's fucking hilarious (laughs) when people get pick it up. Uh, but speaking of Antonio Brown, um, Antonio Brown and Kanye West, uh, who called them both, both their careers ending on a Thursday? <laughs> um, yeah. They're, I guess technically the career, their career should have been over long ago. So at least we still get to milk it a little bit and keep laughing about kind of, kind of right back to like the satire quotes. Like, come on, like when's enough is enough. Like you got to figure out something at some point, but, uh, Maybe not. Thank, thank God Kanye did, uh, didn't run for president in 2020 because he might have he might have pulled enough votes. I saw a few <laughs> tweets from people who are like, "Oh man, Kanye might actually win president." And then uh, I was like, two hours later, he's like, "Never mind." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fantastic. Yeah, Kanye. As it turns out, you know, uh, doubling down on thinking Hitler is cool this is never going to fly. Well, never going to fly. Never going to fly. So we've been gone for two months. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Getting smoked in fantasy football. Uh, <laughs> I, it, I have a very creative way to uh, find different ways to lose, whether it's you know scoring high and losing high or scoring low and losing low, cl- close games. But uh, unfortunately, both of both of our leagues I'm, I have just enough hope to kind of keep checking my rosters here to have an outside shot at the who, playoffs. Who has but, fucked you the most this year in fantasy? Oh man, that's there's a lot of balance throughout most of my rosters. Um, I'd probably honestly, I could probably go right back towards like the J.K. Dobbins, Cordero Patterson uh, swing. I'd put them both in there for that keeper spot. Obviously, you have to kind of hold them for you know the late picks, but literally got fucking nothing out of them. I'd be, I'd be looking a lot better with uh, still holding on to the old CMC uh, Josh Jacobs combo. <laughs> for me, it's Mike Lafleur not giving Aaron Jones the ball. Like, why? Why do you not give him the ball? <laughs> yeah, Arthur, Arthur Smith is an easy slam dunk for me. Uh, fuck that guy. I can't stand him. Uh, being a Kyle Pitts owner all year was just painful. Like, watching really, like, um, one of the more dynamic talents in the league just block is is really frustrating. And then uh, just, I could, it's just never playing the right guy. I, I had a, a, in a six-week window with uh, with Christian Kirk, he scored 20. And I was like, okay, it's an anomaly. It's an outlier. He hasn't really done that. He scored 20 again on my bench. And I was like, okay. So then I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I'll play him. He scores like eight. And then he scored like nine. And then he scored like six. 
And then I say, fuck this, I'm done. I take him out and he scored like 24. Yeah. So that <laughs> was my uh, six-week period with Christian Kirk. That's the, that's, that's the T.Y. Hilton uh, experience. The boomer yeah. bus man, the, the Deshaun Jackson player. It's fucking brutal when that happens. Um, but let's let's get some let's get some team checks. It's been two months. Our last conversation on this podcast was about Antonio Brown masturbating in a hotel in Dubai. Um, it was a pretty good combo. Pretty good combo. Uh, good for you, AB. Um, but let's get some team checks. A lot has changed two months ago. I think I thought that the uh, the Bucks were for real. Uh, it's Newman. You want to give me a, a team update on the Bucks? The Bucks are probably still going to win the NFC South, um, but it is not going well. Not going well at all. Uh, especially this week. Obviously, you have huge coaching mistakes by both Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles. Uh, Todd Bowles doubling down on his misuse of his timeouts at the end of uh, half in game situations that are just absolutely unforgivable. Um, and then Byron Leftwich, just his lack of creativity in the offense and inability to score with numerous weapons and you know good players all around and just not being able to move the ball or anything. It, it it's bad. It's wild not what a mention, couple months can do you to your Tristan perception. Wirfs, and it's like, oh great, now we're going to be down our you know one of the best players on our offense too. It's wild what a couple months can do to your perception because I think a couple months ago we were all on the same page that Bulls and Leftwich. And uh, they were the answer, and that Bruce Arians leaving was a godsend. Um, I still don't think Bruce Arians was quite the answer. I, give me Bruce Arians of five years ago, but I think he kind of turned into a curmudgeon. Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I see the coaching issues. I also just don't think the Bucks are as good as they were last year. Fair? No, I, I think Bruce Arians is completely overrated. Uh, and I, even if people want to be like, look, this is proof that he was a good coach. One, I don't think it is. And two, he hand-selected this as his heir. Like, he hand-selected this to be the guy to follow on. He thought this guy had the you know the ability to do it, and he just doesn't. And at what point do we look at these these playoff seedings and realize that right now in the NFC, uh, the three teams behind the Bucks, because obviously they're going to win their division probably, all have better records by, like, two games, and they're going to be seeded lower than the, the five and six Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Actually, who who would have who could have thought that at this point in the season, right, with everything going on in Carolina, get rid of McCaffrey, lose a coach, go through thirteen terrible quarterbacks, like nothing's going right, and they're still only a game and a half out of the division. Like it's it's still their division, anybody's division. But imagine the Panthers going going to be the team to win the South. Wolf. Yeah, their, the their coach has already found a new job. Their coaches already found a new job. Yeah, the NFC East looks significantly better than the, the uh, NFC South, too, for sure. Um, I mean, at least the Jets look good behind Mike Effing White. Oh, we're not. Uh, you only, we're not. We're not going to get one. You, you only get one team here. We we'll only get one team here. We're not talking about the Jets. All right, Derek, team check. We haven't even really <laughs> talked about the Vikings and the refs beating the Patriots last week. Um, what what, yeah. what what what's your vibe on the the Patriots and let's get into uh, that Vikings game. I mean, I, I I'll go back to exactly what I said in in the beginning of the year, and I think uh, so far it looks like I'm exactly right. They're not a good team, but they're probably going to sneak into the playoffs, and that's really where they're poised at right now. They're on the bubble. They're they're the eighth team uh, out of seven, so they're they're on the bubble to get in. You know, down the back stretch, you got to think probably their experience probably you know does does well for them. Uh, not only that, but you start getting to this time of the year. You start getting some snow on the ground in Foxborough, and and it really suits their game well. Uh, Ramon J. Stevenson's that dude. Um, Such and a, they don't have a quarter. They don't have a quarterback on that roster. Dude, Ramon like, J. Mac Stevenson, Jones is not it. I fucking hate Mac Jones. Stevenson is such a fucking stud, dude. But can, can we talk? Can we talk about Mac Jones's body language on the field? It's that that to me that's what has me just done. And and I've I you know from a talent standpoint, I knew his ceiling wasn't very high. I thought his floor was pretty high. It's proved to be pretty much true to that. His body language just sucks. Like anytime he gets rolled up on, it looks like he got shot. And like every little bump and bruise looks like he's, you know, like he just got fucking pulled off a train track and got his foot ran over. <laughs> like I just, it's too much for me. And, and the turn, like even on the turnovers, he like has this like 
pouty face, and it's just you know it's not the body language of, of a leader of men. He like, looks. I'm sorry. He looks like a, a really passionate like Italian player playing for like Real Madrid. Who every time he gets tapped, like like a he looks striker, like a soccer player. He does. Hundred percent looks like a soccer player. He gets tapped and just just has the most ridiculous reactions. Yeah, he's like a high ankle sprain, and they're carrying him off, and he's like, uh, uh, yeah, like that, that that was bad. That was, that was pretty bad, but uh, shit doesn't not gonna cut it in fucking New England. Like, yeah. Make sure the oh fuck no, they won't stand yeah. for that shit. Excited for the draft, man! Excited for the draft. Let's well, go find a quarterback. I, you're gonna find someone great at 17. What? what Wait, you, you're not in on Bailey Zappi? Yeah, I was no, gonna say Zappi. So, so Zappi, I, I like his decision making, and I hope they keep him as the backup quarterback and move Mac. Uh, but I mean, his ceiling is that arm strength. He's got a fucking noodle. Duck Hodges noodle. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's he does. He's got a little noodle, but he does. He brings a different energy to the offense. What do you think about the rumors I've been reading this week of Tom Brady possibly come back next year? I could see that. I, I literally could. Um, you know, you don't know how much of of you know keeping Giselle as happy as possible was the move to to warmer temperatures, uh, to you know the Tampa Bay area. Um, I could see that a, a little reunion. If if he wants to do it, Robert Kraft will bend over backwards and make it happen. Robert Kraft loves him some Tom Brady. Or he'll find someone in a but massage we'll, parlor to, to bend over backwards for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the Tom Brady, is there any would there is there any greater bridge quarterback than Tom Brady? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. that, 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 that's probably as good as it gets. Uh, you know, we thought that's what was happening with the Bucks right now. Uh, but I don't know if the bridge to, to Kyle Trask is, is the bridge so, that you're going to be taking. <laughs> more, more importantly, if, if Brady does make that move back to New England, do uh, Julian Edelman and Gronk follow him for one last showdown? There's, I guarantee there's nothing left no on Julian Edelman. Way. Yeah. Uh, no way. Not a Gronk, chance that Gronk... I don't think so yeah. either. The no, second no you start Gronk doing cell phone commercials, and you're done yeah, as a player. Gronk and Bill don't get along. And I, every right. time I turn on the TV, I see three Gronk commercials in between whatever I'm watching. So yeah. there's no chance that like Gronk's doing anything else. Yeah, He's making more money right now hawking discount phones. Yeah, go 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 to your fantasy team listeners right now and type in Gronkowski. And if you're able to trade for him and someone else has him, uh, DM that person and laugh at him. They're they're an embarrassment to your league. They're an embarrassment to your league. There's no indication whatsoever that this guy, and yet he he is getting picked up. I actually saw you know the, the not only tr- is he getting picked up, but the person in our league who has him is higher than me in the standings. So. <laughs> that is true. That is, wait, he still has him. Uh, I don't know if he still does, but when he when he picked him up, I was like, "What what are we doing here?" I'm to the point in my fantasy football season where I don't even care that I'm losing because it's just a foregone conclusion. I'm getting mad at people who are winning yep. that shouldn't be winning. Like that's what my <laughs> season has evolved to. Marcus, team check. Steelers, you've been to a lot of games. What a year to what a year to single out to go to a shitload of games for the Steelers. <laughs> hey, two and one in those games. Uh, True, but. But who would have thought that out of all the places that I've been, I'd say indie fans are the shittiest fans I've dealt with. What In what way? Dude, we had these fucking guys sitting in front of us, these old drunk guys, almost fucking fist fought them. I almost got, we almost got a two fights. Brandon broke up. I squared some dude up in the street afterwards and Brandon got in front. <laughs> of course he did. Uh, and, uh, but these guys were just like, you know, we're, we're, everyone's just cheering. We're in the beginning. And these guys in front of us, just these fucking, just door, the dude, I can't get into too much, but the dude pissed himself when he came back to try and fight me. First, he called me soft twice. So I flicked his hat off all three rows down. Um, but we're <laughs> chanting and he, they just look back and they're like, playoffs. I'm like, what does that have to do with us cheering for our fucking team? And they just kept saying, well, no one's going to playoffs. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. That's loser mentality. Don't be a fucking loser. And then uh, just went downhill from there. Oh, that sounds so, amazing. Yeah, oh, we we got we got pretty pretty <laughs> fucking rowdy. Actually, I had one guy he literally didn't say a single word the entire game until Indy took the lead late, and he's like, "Why aren't you guys cheering?" I'm like, "Well, you're up and you're kicking off." So obviously, we took the lead. I was like, "Hey, bub, what's up?" Then he wouldn't acknowledge me again. <laughs> fucking worst, worst fans I've dealt with. Like as far as like you know, ch- chanting and John back and forth is is a mess. That's interesting. Oh, I did not have that experience living there for two years, but that's crazy. Yeah, we even this there was uh, this older couple that was sitting next to those three guys. Like they're not even normally here, and she they're apologizing about it. And you know, actually, I met some cool guys at the bar and stuff after. They were cool and apologizing for those other fans. So you do see some bad apples every once in a while. But uh, other than that, man, Pittsburgh is relatively the whole divisions 
close enough to where we're expecting. I still, I still think we're gonna we're gonna see everything coming down to the last few weeks. Uh, it's just it's a shit show. It's a shit show eight, everywhere. Eight, eight, and one, right? <sighs> Tom the fucking special. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, there's a lot of winnable games from Pittsburgh. A lot of you know, the, kind of uh, some of those teams got the harder games coming up. We're gonna see Cincy get steamrolled by Kansas City this week. Uh, big, big, big payback retribution, but. Nonetheless, whoever it's going to be, it's going to come right down to you know those last few weeks, which also makes it uh, a little bit scarier that uh, the Cleveland's right up in that hunt still. You think you think Cincy's going to get steamrolled by KC, huh? Kansas City's playing fucking some good football right they, now. Be it, be it, it, it it's it's big. The it's, they are, but yeah. Cincy is fucking rolling. Yeah, they, they, they are, but uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely leaning Kansas City right now. A lot mm. more, a lot more like fight more angered with them because they, they probably would have won that Super Bowl if it wasn't for that you know epic collapse more of like a statement piece for the Chiefs here well we're not doing a pick podcast but uh if we were I'd tell you I would argue against that uh I think Cincy is the real fucking deal they, they're everything they were last year except for they have a good defense now I think that's a dangerous combo and they're getting hot at a really good time have you see, have you seen? I wish Brandon was here so we could talk about Super Bowl hangovers. <laughs> very, very, very similar to last season, right? Like right about the same time, dude. They get hot at the at the best times, and fucking dude, you can't count out Joe Burrow every time this guy's supposed to lose. And they've been doing all this, this whole streak, this hot streak. They've done this all without Jamar Chase. That's insanity. That's insanity. I'm telling you that. Yep. I, and they get him back. Since he's something to behold. Since he is something to behold, I'm, I, I, I really look... Uh, I'm interested to see them down the stretch. Um, uh, fr- franchise check for the Vikings. We have a bunch of whiny fucking bitches for fans, and I'm really, really getting tired of it. Um, hey, it's okay to be 9-2 and two and acknowledge that you're not that great of a team. And the Vikings, I had to... I, listen, I took my daughter. I took, my stro- I took her stroller. I took their, her little car seat. We put them up in like a little packet packaging. We put them in the the little check-in at the gate. That takes an extra amount of time. You got to show up three hours early. Took her on a three-hour plane ride. If you ever took a five-month-old in a three-hour plane ride, get to, get to Minnesota. It's a negative ten wind chill. Spend the entire weekend. Had a great weekend in Minnesota, but took her to a Cowboys game to watch us just get absolutely fucking trounced. And then watch Cowboys fans' faces as we walked out of the stadium. How anyone could have that experience and still say, "Yeah, the Vikings are pretty good" is beyond me. The Vikings are pretty good, but Vikings fans get so upset and talk about this disrespect thing. There's no disrespect. It's okay to say we're nine and two and we're a pretty mid team. We probably should be like what seven. If, if this team was seven and four, I wouldn't even be like that. That's that's more what we are. Like we're decent. We're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. Um, we're a really mediocre team with a really great coach, and that's something to fucking celebrate as a fan. And I don't understand why Vikings fans can't just be real about that. But anyways, Kirk Cousins is having the worst season of his career, and we're 9-2. and two. Yeah. How about that? I mean, if, if, you're, if you're a Vikings fan, though, you have to just realize that the road to the Super Bowl includes some, part, some primetime games. So how do you think you're ever going to get there? Exactly. True, and it and it likely includes a game against a team that, I mean, some some pretty good teams in the NFC, and most of your you know most impressive wins have come against AFC opponents. That only matters if you get to the Super Bowl, right? Right. So you got to go through the rest of the NFC in order to win it. So I do have a couple yeah, you, updates for the Vikings. Um, number one, uh, it's officially been announced a, a dentistry company in the Minneapolis area. Yeah found out about Kirk Cousins after the Thanksgiving game saying that the next step for his for his swag would be to wear an actual J, uh, JJ grill. And a company has already volunteered to make this. So, so the grill is apparently already in production. And so, and, and so for their next road win, and the whole world's going to be celebrating it because all of a sudden Kirk Cousins is kind of likable and it's really fucking weird. <laughs> Then we're gonna have to see his weird ass smile with a grill in. Oh, oh can you imagine, dude? You, oh, you, you you can't appreciate that. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, oh yeah. No, I'm not. Especially it look like a really bad Hallmark movie where like the youth pastor gets located to the wrong side of the tracks and then embraces. Like it's gonna be ridiculous. Just wait. Just wait till they win the division. They're gonna have to start drawing fake tats on him, giving the fake. You know the uh, right. Uh, let, uh, put on one of those like fucking like fake tattoo sleeves that little kids oh, wear. Yeah. <laughs> 
a teardrop for every team he's beaten. Exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Man, so what, that'd, that'd be good. What, 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 let's let's go to the news. Uh, good to catch up. Hope hope you guys have missed speaking, me as much as I missed you. Speaking of plane rides. Yeah, speaking of plane rides, um, so really, really funny thing. Von Miller, who I guess might be out for the year now, by the way. Uh, that, that, that's an update today. He's, he's officially been placed on IR. Might come back for the playoffs, I guess. But anyways, yeah. Von yeah. Miller has kind of been like a recruiter-type GM for the Bills. And he said that uh, Bills fans should show up at the tarmac when OBJ comes in and uh, be there to greet him. And all, all these jokes started popping off. Like, are they there to make sure he gets off the plane? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so the OBJ story is really weird. Um, uh, so I got to preface it by saying that it's American Airlines, who I fucking hate. I hate American Airlines so much. By the way, I have like 160,000 points with them, but I hate, I hate them to death. That's only out of convenience because they fly places I fly. I hate American Airlines so much. So I actually tend to go towards OBJ in the story, but apparently he just wouldn't leave the plane, wouldn't buckle up, wouldn't leave. And he got like the whole plane ride like canceled. And you realize when that, when that happens, when you cause such a ruckus, you have to pay for every person's tickets on the flight. Yeah. They, I think the last thing I'd read or seen was like a two and a half or three hour. I'd be fucking pissed. You're, you're, you're looking for compensation either way, especially, I'm sure everyone's still digging in, but man, I not, would not be happy. But for whatever reason, for everything, I, I just wouldn't, how do these teams really even give that much of a shit? Like, does anyone really think that OBJ is going to contribute that, that significant coming off? He hasn't played since Super Bowl. Like, it's, it's a little much for me, man. Like, He's still he needs still he's still I mean, gonna need some more time to kind of rest, get into game shape, get rehab, right. get, get into football. Now, now he's gonna need two rehabs, is what I'm reading. But like he's not he's not that same player that's just coming off of you know missing a half a season. It's been a long Think, time. Thanks to Josh Gordon, we know exactly how long it takes to come back from a suspension because he's done it like six times. <laughs> you or from a time away, like it, it takes you know four or five games to get warmed up. By the time he's a useful part of your offense, it's almost more of a distraction and, and breaking up that cohesion because it's going to be like, what week one of the playoffs and also an OBJ is going to be a contributor. Like it's not going to happen. That's why he's the perfect player to take down all of the Cowboys momentum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish it happened. <laughs> I think it will. I'm, I'm that, huge on the Cowboys. Is, right that now. is the leader. That is the leader for his services from what I understand. Right. I mean, he, Jerry Jones needs to make some kind of splash because that old photo of him is making, making the rounds again. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so that that's another that's another story today. Uh, LeBron James somehow making the Jerry Jones photo about himself, um, asking why the media doesn't ask him about the Jerry Jones photo. Uh, probably because you don't play football, dude. Like, like what, what kind of question <laughs> yeah. is that? So my, mine, mine was like, because you play in a different league. Like that's why they asked you about Kyrie, <laughs> who plays in in your league, yeah. and not Jerry Jones, who. One doesn't play and two isn't in your league. Like, and and we're talking sixty years was it fifty or sixty years ago this photo? Yeah, I mean now I don't I'm not gonna give a pass on that. Like you know. Well, no, but I mean but I'm just talking about like as relevance. Like, yeah, that's, hey, that's like, what we like don't said, need LeBron sport. to weigh in on everything about everything. That's that's like, exactly even though LeBron it. wants to be, you know, insert himself in every single narrative, like that's why we're not doing it. This the story is significant and it should get more press than it has. I, I also agree that the Brett Favre story hasn't gotten nearly enough press. Like, why isn't the media talking about that more? But why is LeBron James talking about it? <laughs> Nobody yeah. gives a fuck about LeBron James. And like I, I mean, a lot of people give the fuck about LeBron James, but the reason people hate LeBron James is because of things like this. Like inserting yourself into this. Like, who the fuck cares what, Le- what LeBron James thinks about the Jerry Jones thing? It's a weird way for him to defend Kyrie Irving. It's bizarre. Really bizarre. And it's a terrible-ass team. Yeah. How does LeBron James feel about Christian Pulisic giving up his nuts for America? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know how LeBron James feels about the Lakers' likelihood of being a lottery team. Like that. Let's just start with like the basics, right? (laughs) Let's let's talk about relative pertinent shit evolving right around your sport there. But Pulisic... The U.S., uh, we play this Saturday against the Netherlands. Um, pretty fucking amazing, dude. Uh, our, our guy who, I mean, st- straight up. So I did some research. Um, Pulisic, he plays for Chelsea. Uh, and yep. he. I, I looked up his FIFA ratings because I, I don't watch a lot of soccer. So I'm just trying to get a baseline. And he's the 13th 
rated player on Chelsea's team, but I, I was I was kind of looking at so he's 84 overall. But I know this about FIFA because I used to play it like crazy in college. FIFA is really conservative for their ratings. So although his his rating is really low in the in the tier of, of Chelsea players, his like uh what what's the rating? It's it's like basically like overall uh like like what you could do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Potential or whatever. You, yeah. you have a potential rating. It's one of the highest on Chelsea. Hmm. So he is like a legit player. Apparently Manchester United is looking to acquire him from Chelsea in like a big transfer. No, I mean he's he's a really strong player. Even though he he isn't an everyday starter, he's a key contributor to their their championship run. Right. Uh, really good depth piece. I mean, it's Chelsea, so they're really deep. Like that's it's not it's not any kind of you know condemnation of of Pulisic skills. Like he right. plays for one of the best clubs in the world. Um, but dude's a just bona fide stud. He's the best American Baller. player he's ever been. Oh yeah. There's there's no way no way around it. And not only is he he talented, but he's delivering. He scored the only goal in a deciding game. Like I mean, it's putting it putting it on the line. It, it's good to see him. And he should have scored uh, against England. Execute. That that missed goal yep. was was insanely close. Um, he uh, we, we shouldn't have tied Wales. Like the whole the whole thing is 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 ridiculously frustrating. Um, but it's it's incredible. And and this is the craziest thing. That this is this is what I've been reading about U.S. soccer, and it's really exciting. This isn't even our team. Apparently, we have some guys that are like 16, 17, 18 years old, guys that are still ridiculously young. Apparently, this isn't even the generation. They're saying like when Pulisic comes back when he's 28 years old and is yeah. like even a more seasoned veteran and we get all these young talents, like U.S. soccer is booming and it's really fucking 2026 exciting. is our year. Yeah, yeah there's, there's not too many people who are going to age out um, by the time that you know this next wave comes. Next wave is going to be good. I mean, it, it, soccer as a whole is on the rise in the U.S., so, you know, it'll probably get better. But, again, you know, our best athletes play other sports. It's just the way it is. Yeah. And it's it, it's just funny, you know, because cause this sport is so important to other countries, England especially. Spain lost to Japan today. Like these are these are world powers in this sport, and they're getting upset. Like it's 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 awesome that we've we've advanced. Uh, there's 16 teams left, so we can honestly say that we're we're in that group. It's pretty fucking awesome. It it, it really is a new age for U.S. soccer, and it's it's pretty damn exciting. Definitely. And our and our goalie, he seems like a baller. I'm like, dude, this guy's so good. I looked him up. He's the backup for Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, finally over in a Premier League. Like he's he's a good t- player too. He's a guy. He didn't. He didn't start mm-hmm. playing soccer till like high school, and he was actually. I saw. I think it was 2013 that he was on the not top ten. Like he was the number one play on the not top ten. Uh, didn't get a lot of offers. Uh, you know, coming out of, of high school, uh, d- didn't get drafted by the MLS, and then just kind of you know worked his way there. And he's you know peaking late. He got a late start, but didn't even play soccer until he was like 17 years old or f- 15 years old. America needs to make like high school soccer players like more fuckable. Like, <laughs> my, it's just and it's expensive, man. Club soccer, our pipeline, like how you get discovered. It's a white play on national yeah. teams in in this country is is so expensive. Yep. For like other countries, it's literally like it, the reason why it's such a popular world sport is because it doesn't cost anything to play. Exactly. We 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 and we need to we need to honestly do something about that. We we need to make it more accessible because if we can get some some better athletes in the sport, it's going to be insane. Just straight up. I mean, I'd, I'd rather watch pickup kickball than watch any soccer. I got I got dragged a few of those, man. It's it's tough sledding for this one. Can can't even root on your country, America. I see that beard. That's your America beard. It is American beard, but <laughs> man, I'll, I'll put a game on if I'm tired or something. Like I just I can't. <laughs> like like let me go do the dishes. Like you guys need laundry done. I'd, I'd rather do that shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, for for the most part, I agree. I'm not gonna watch like uh, it's like a like just a regular like. Certainly not gonna watch the MLS, but uh, the their English Premier League, FIFA World Cup. It's huge, man. It it, it it's fun. Seriously, it, it is fun once you get into it. <laughs> Mark is like, no, it's not. Like, I just love that we had a real earnest five minute soccer conversation yeah. and Mar- Marcus yeah. goes, I love the way Marcus said it is an America beard, but, uh, <laughs> hey, so kudos, go, go, go in it. But, uh, you know, I gotta go out. I got, I got other shit to do <laughs> <laughs> with all due respect. 
Uh, don't for, don't force my thoughts and opinions on this. <laughs> so what, what, let's let's get into the, the meat and potatoes. Uh, I think, by the way, phenomenal week of football coming up. Great games, dude. Just just some phenomenal matchups. I mean, honestly, there's a great game in 20 minutes. I, Derek, get, you know what? It's not going to age well, but just just give us your take on this game tonight, straight up. Uh, we're gonna lose. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe it'll age well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm. I, I. I pride myself on being, you know, realistic and objective about my teams. Like we're we're gonna lose. And Derek's the a firepower. The Bills need it. Yep. Okay. Anyone think the Pats are gonna win? Can, can, I mean, there's a circumstance yeah. where we do because it's still Bill Belichick. It's still you know there, there's a mentality to a team that has beat up on a team for two decades, continuing to do so. But I mean, it's it's still Josh Allen, man. I I got to tell you, the Bills' last four games have been insanely unimpressive. They've lost to the Jets, Vikings. Uh, they barely edged out the Lions and uh, who the Colt? No, who who was the team? Yeah. They Cause, it was the yeah. No, the Colts. They had, they had a tight one with the, Indy, the right? Bears. They lost to the Bears. I'm not even really sure, but they, their last four games have oh, been... The, uh, the Bills. I'm sorry. No, the Bills didn't. The, yeah, they're, 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 their that. last four games have been insanely unimpressive. Dude, Josh Allen not being healthy is, is huge for that team. Um, they were my Super Bowl favorites. I don't know if they are anymore. I really don't. I, 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 I'm, I'm really starting to worry about them. The Chiefs have firmly overtaken them for me as first in, in the AFC for sure. But, but let, let's talk about, honestly, out of all these great games, the game maybe I'm most excited for is a game against two teams with losing records. And, of course, I'm referring to the Deshaun Watson comeback to Houston. Oh, baby. This game has some fucking spice on it. I mean, obviously, we, 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 know, we know all the connotations of this return. Uh, and, and, and the last time we saw Deshaun Watson play was in Jacksonville. The entire stadium chanting rapist, rapist, and Deshaun Watson looks like shit. So that's that's the build up to this. Guys in practice just started practicing for the first time like a couple weeks ago. Was authorized to practice. Now he's taking first team reps. Um, it's pretty wild. But who's going to be there in a in an owner's box or like like one of the main boxes? The attorney that brought a lot of these cases together who has invited like 10 of these women to come watch like this is Tony Busby. Yeah, this is must see TV folks. I am excited for this game. I'm going to watch the shit out of this football game. Are we, are we still going to get like a stadium stadium warning? We, we used to get those back in the day where it's like everyone's thought about the whole stadium. Hey, calm down. We don't need to hear that shit, but uh, more or less. So I'm so torn because like, Part, part of me is like, yeah, it's, it's interesting and it's you know intriguing and, and I, I want to see him do poorly. But the other part of me is like, I don't want to watch and kind of reward the NFL's behavior that, you know, they know this is going to drive ratings. And I don't know, yeah, if I want to necessarily reward that the fact that you know, the NFL has no morals, but just stream it. So the, I just watch Red Zone and just, just enjoy every, you know, five second clip. The 12 game. But although Browns Texans might not be on Red Zone a whole lot. <laughs> it's true. It could be an ugly ass game, but yeah. the, the the twelve game suspension. How surgical was that by the NFL? Yeah, no kidding. It's fucking wild. Literally twelve games, bringing him right to the Texans game. Like I've never heard of a twelve game suspension in my fucking life. Maybe, maybe it was a yeah. eleven, right? 11, 11, eleven and a buy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's even weirder. Yeah, right. right. Yes, I agree. Such it's an arbitrary monster. number, like eleven. Well, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! The NFL evil be, geniuses. There, there will be fines handed out during this game for celebrations, one thousand percent. Whether it's a sack or a Texans touch, more or less a sack. Uh, but I'm yeah. sure someone's going to try and get a nice shot in somewhere. But I just want to see. I mean, it's the Texans too. Like you know that they're those players are pissed off about like what he did to like rab you know, just destroy that franchise. Um, definitely, I'm hoping for somebody to sack him, just hang him a Kringleberry in his face. <laughs> hey, hey, Marcus, you're going to bet this game. They're seven point favorites. Uh, the over under looks like it's at 47. What do you think about that? Uh, this would be an under game, but for sure. I, I, haven't, I haven't dug into it too much. But you'd have to, I'd, I'd, that, that line, I'd lead, lean Cleveland for sure. Um, but. I mean, Houston's just so fucking bad. If, I, if I'm a Houston receiver and I score a touchdown, I might still have to take a dig at Deshaun because look at the dog shit you have throwing at you. 
Davis Mills, what a disappointment. And they got Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, yeah. Embarrassing. And you're like, come on, man. And then you got Brandon Cooks. They won't even trade him. Bro, you could have got another first-round pick for that dude. <laughs> Instead, everyone's just going to suffer and say thank you, Deshaun. I think but, that run game, I think that run game with Damian Pierce, uh, you know, the, the Browns have trouble stopping the run. So I think that that could keep it closer. Um, the, the only thing that, the only thing they're talking about in this game is all the shit out not in between the whistles can be the celebrations and everything else and yeah. the game's really going to be irrelevant but it, it'd be nice if yeah the uh, red zone they don't even play the touchdowns or any of the cool plays they just have like a collage of all the Deshaun Watson dances photos memes pictures, everyone out in the stadium <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of like masseuse outfits wearing in that in that stadium and I'm, I'm, I'm all about that <laughs> He, he's going to be super rusty, I think, too. Oh, yeah. Just I mean, totally. not having played football for, you know, <laughs> almost two years. Yeah, he's going really, um, to be really tense out there. <laughs> Probably <gonna> need, <laughs> need someone to loosen him up. <laughs> my, my reoccurring joke has been that, like, uh, the Browns assign him, like, the hairiest masseuse <laughs> they have. And, like, <laughs> like I'm only mildly, mildly attracted to this man. Only That's mildly. Awesome. Uh. <laughs> So you, you guys think the Browns are going to steamroll them? Uh, dude, one, one thing, I, I, I know it's too late, but uh, if you if you have Amari Cooper in your league, I think that's the biggest beneficiary go, going into the playoffs. I think Deshaun Watson has just enough games that he's got to be better than Brissett, right? I think Amari Cooper might just be a, a stud going forward. Could be, yeah. Uh, Brissett was actually pretty good. I mean, if you look at compared to the rest of the league, so... Yeah, he, he's been he's been playing surprisingly well. Um, honestly, he's kind of blown me away from from what I've seen. However, for, yeah. you know, the years and years, you know, he's been consistently making some of those the deep passes. You know, the deep crossing passes because for so long he kind of looked like a fucking a, a slow Lamar Jackson out there. But at least he, now he's turned you know turning and throwing a ball downfield. Right. Yeah. I, I think Donovan Peoples Jones and 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 Joku uh, get a little bit of a boost here too with him coming back. So, I mean, what if what what if the dude's been working his ass off and comes back good? I don't I don't hope for that uh, storyline, but it, it it it'd be interesting. Certainly would be interesting. I mean, he he was the top five quarterback in the league before you know before all this went down. So. Right. So yeah, and and obviously, and you know what? That's the other thing. This is big. If the Texans can maybe go, it's really a win-win for them because they hold both draft picks in this this part here. But if they can at least get that win, they're still going to hold on to the one. But they push down that Cleveland pick, so they're they're still trying to hope and hang around for possibly two top five or two top six picks. Sure. Well, we've talked a little bit of football. We talked a little bit of soccer. Um, let's talk about something that's really important, though, and is all near and dear to our hearts: cocaine bear. Um, <laughs> I love everything about this movie. I've finally seen the trailer, and it, it honestly blew away all my wildest expectations for this movie. Because I was first, so all right, what, Marcus, what you, you hear? Someone says, "Hey, man, I'm pretty excited about cocaine bear." Uh, what do you think that movie's about? But straight up. Marcus? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. But it's been uh, Marcus with his shirt off? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, honestly, like when I first heard even the term of it, I, I am pumped that this is gonna be one of Ray Liotta's kind of last show movies. It that is out, his last cool. movie. It's it, like yeah, they, it's they awesome. didn't finish filming it. But uh for me, I'm like looking at it, I it goes right back to how we opened this thing up about fake tweets. I thought there this was bullshit. Like I was like, all right, this is Someone's making a mockery of something, but the the trailer is it's going to be exactly it's going to be fun. It's going to be stupid and corny, <laughs> but very fucking fun. And I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of timestamp things from you guys. Oh look, there goes Marcus on back in draft draft party night too. <laughs> I just allegedly, I just allegedly. Like, O'Shea Jackson Jr. has done nothing but like serious dramatic <laughs> roles, trying to be. A, a you know a bona fide actor and now he's doing cocaine bear like well, also <laughs> as his like fourth movie also Carrie Russell uh, okay. yeah how do they get Carrie Russell in this this is directed by Elizabeth Banks like, I know <laughs> it's a really 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 bizarre film oh I, and they they got the guy they got the guy Scott Sice so th- this this guy got famous he he's literally a TikTok star. He he does he does like uh, he does the TikToks of like because he used to work at Costco. This guy literally became an actor from TikTok. 
That's pretty wild. And, and literally just holding his camera out. When I first saw him, I was like, no fucking way that's a guy. If you look him up right now on Google and go to the cast, the photo of him, they don't even have like a like a professional photo. It's literally a screenshot of his TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this a Blumhouse movie? It feels like a Blumhouse movie. I, dude, I think it's at first someone was like, oh, it's going to be like a thriller. I'm like, no, dude, it's a movie about a, a bear doing a bunch of coke. And then like, and you can just tell from the preview, it's like the bear doesn't just do coke. Like he does coke it's and then fucking, he wants more coke. <laughs> fucking universal. What the hell is going of course on? it is, though. Of course it is. Yeah, but it's just that's so ridiculous. <laughs> Like a big studio. That's so funny. Yeah, th- you know, I'm I excited. Mean, Between this and uh, I'm excited. We'll have a we'll have a full breakdown next week. But Violent Night, I'm excited. I'm yes. I'm, I'm so excited Dude. for it. I was just reading. Some people are pissed, but I think it, I think it's a cool, Why? different, weird ass take. Why are uh, people pissed? When when when, when when me my, when me and my wife first saw this preview, we were like, "That's a fucking awesome movie." And honestly, yeah. my my first thought was, "It's 2022." And nobody thought of Santa Claus like breaking up a robbery. Like, come on, that's yeah, I, so I, fucking. I'm, that's so on the nose, dude. I'm I'm with you. It's like this, anytime that there's a, a an actual like new idea when it comes to like these movies and tell TV shows, I'm already going to be interested because it just feels like as soon as you feel like there's nothing new that they can create, you know, we just get everything that's coming out right now. So I'm I'm all for it. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be fun. Just uh. You know, awesome movie. What kind of what kind of uh, what kind of uh, reception is it getting from critics right now? Do you the know? only th- the, honestly, the only thing I was I just scanned through on it because I was trying to remember what the name was and when it was coming out. It was something about Rolling Stones, and they shit all over the premise. Rolling Stone. Um, I don't care what they think. Sixty five percent. That's solid, dude. That, that that's a green light for me. <laughs> you just got to be above sixty for me to be like, oh, baby, it's, it's come it's here. Good, like David Harbor. Like I think it's gonna be solid because I think it's gonna be like. He's like I like a super serious, super pretentious, like 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 you know, theater actor. I think he's gonna like know what this is going in. I think right. it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Yeah, it'll yeah, be he, it'll he be did say he put on some weight. He said he put on some weight to kind of be more of a, a buffer buffer Santa Claus. <laughs> right after he just lost it all. Because he uh, yeah. he hit people he played uh, skinny Russian jail harbor. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think well he was actually just skinny for that because he had just played um what's his name? Hellboy. Which is yep. atrocious movie. I never even watched it, but it was supposed to be just absolutely awful. But yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for it. I, I really want to see it. Uh, I'm a little disappointed with the Rotten Tomatoes rating. I thought it was going to be one of those. Watch, Cocaine Bear is going to be like a 98 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'm a little worried. So the the director uh, is the director of uh, Hansel and Gretel. Oh, Witch, Witch Hunters. Oof. So little little worried about that. Uh, but he's also done some other good stuff. So, Ugh. A, lot, a lot of like tropey horror kind of stuff. Dead Snow and, and stuff like that. Oh, Dead Snow's good. That's a that's, fucking awesome yeah, yeah. movie. Yep. That's a, that's the a zombie Nazis, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Dead Snow, Red vs. Dead. I think that was the the sequel with uh, the the communist scare. Oh, dude. That, uh, I think. No, never mind. Never mind. Uh, the- I. Uh- I truthfully thought the Violent Night was just going to be like a Netflix only. I didn't. Yeah, like I said, I didn't realize it was going to be universal. No, I'm going to go see it in Dolby Theater tomorrow. <laughs> I ho- hopefully some movies pick up. November was a like uh, historically bad month for movie theaters. Um, this like Disney movie came out that nobody had even fucking heard of, and then people yeah. are people are people are acting surprised that it didn't do well. And I'm like, I've never fucking heard of this movie. Never heard of this yeah. movie. Yeah, the, the problem with the Disney movies is they've been co-releasing them on streaming. So I think that the appetite for people to go to a theater is just for Disney movies is just so low because it's the first one they didn't co-release with with Disney Plus day one. Uh, that and it just wasn't really well marketed. I didn't know. I didn't hear anything about it until it flopped. Right. Um, same with there was another movie. It was about like the Harvey Weinstein, like how that broke, how that story broke about like the actual reporters. Same thing. You know, the first time I heard about it is like, oh, this movie's flopping. It's like. I didn't know it existed. I literally like, still don't know like it Black exists. Besides, like Black Panther, I, that's the only thing I knew that was running in <laughs> yep. theaters. Black Panther so was like the only weird. notable, oh, yeah. only only notable movie of the month for sure. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, but we, we got you got a bunch of trailers today that looked really good too. Uh, the new Transformer movie trailer randomly looks really good. Like what's going on? Uh, no, I'm done with that franchise. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy three trailer looked really good. So, oh, you got a trailer out for it. 
Yeah, it opens up. They land on like some other planet, and uh, it it like looks like suburbia, but they, these things are like furry with ears and stuff. And they get off and they're like, oh, you know, we come in peace. And this little girl, like little girl alien thing, rolls the ball to Drax and Drax just smashes her in the face of the basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but this isn't the Christmas special, is it? No, this is like the standalone movie. It's coming out Cinco de Mayo. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I was, trailer. Are, are we at the point of Disney's disgusting growth that we're literally doing fucking Marvel Christmas movies like Come on, or specials. I think or whatever it's. The fuck it it's is. I think it's supposed to be like a joke riff on that. It's only like forty-five minutes long. Forty minutes long. Gotcha. Is it, is it out yet? Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. It was oh. cool. Bad. It was. It was just something. I, I thought it was going to lead into something, but it's just. It's just a holiday thing, really. For you know, my favorite thing they uh, they put out recently, uh, Werewolf, uh, Werewolf at Night. They put out like a, basically an introduction to his character, and it was all like fifty noir. Like young Frankenstein kind of vibe to it, all black and white. It was re- it's actually pretty good, and that's a short movie, basically too. It's like fifty minutes long, right? I'm gonna keep up. So uh, Newman, the Jets yes. play the Vikings this week. Yes, <laughs> in Minneapolis. Mike White and Kirk Cousins square off in an Mike. ultimate duel. Mike. Effing White, Mike the F- creator of White Lotus. Come on. Mike Effing White and Kirk Cousins square off in a duel of mediocrity coming to Minneapolis this Sunday. Sunday, I Sunday. I know it's the NFL, and obviously, you know, they've, they've had their problems with, you know, uh, with, with racial inclusion of the quarterback position, but this is the whitest quarterback matchup ever, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, no, Zach, Zach Wilson... Zach Wilson is whiter somehow. Okay. Mike White? Yes. <laughs> yes. Zach Probably Wilson. Yeah, White does Mormon, I think Mormon. Mike White got that lot now, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mormon. Yeah. Oh, Mike did, White, he of USF fame. Did, did, did Steve Young ever play Ty Detmer? Because I think that's probably the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> but Newman, what, what are your thoughts on this game? I don't even know what to think of this game. I mean, the Jets' defense is still really good, um, but they have, you know, their running backs are a little bit banged up here. Um, but I just, I think that they'll be able to score and I think that they'll be able to kind of rush the passer a little bit, contain the run. Quinn and Williams is having an awesome season this year. And I don't know, I'm, Uh, I'm optimistic for the Jets chances. I think they're getting four points on the road and I'm going to take them. Three, 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 three. Uh, Quinnen's the one with the braces, right? Yeah. I love that guy. I love that nerd. He's the best. Yeah. Yeah. I love that dude. Uh, what what, what do you think about sauce versus JJ? Yeah. It's going to be yeah, interesting. I, so I've heard that the Vikings are going to try to move JJ around so that Sauce is not covering him. Um, but... Uh, dude, Sauce it, got fucking bitched by Claypool last week. I don't even want to hear nothing about that, dude. <laughs> what? He, Sauce Gardner got bitched by Claypool last week. He can't, he can't yeah. out-jump fucking five, three corners. So we'll see. It's going to be a big matchup. But Sauce is done. <laughs> Yeah, it's still, yeah. It's still got, got bitched by Claypool. There's been there's been some absolute mammoths in this last draft, including Kyle Hamilton. Jesus fucking Christ, he's one of the best safeties in all football. Um, but yeah, Sauce yeah, Gardner is an absolute really bona fide stud. For a cornerback to come out and do this, that's insane. Oh, it's just, yeah, first year, first year. Yeah, Normally, it takes cornerbacks season. like three years before they really like hit that peak. He's yeah, already corner, like a corner dominant and D tackle. Are supposed to be a slow progression. And we already yeah. have Clinton and Sauce doing what they're doing. It's, Yep. Yeah. Um, Stupid so draft. I, I'm pretty optimistic uh, on the Jets' um, chances here. I think there's a chance they win this game outright. I mean, cool. Well, I look forward to us winning in a field goal in the fourth quarter. That's the Vikings <laughs> NFL. <certainly> possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas calls it. It's going to probably be exactly a three point game. Um, I, w- I want to ask. really good at that. I want to ask you guys <laughs> about this Aaron, Aaron Rodgers uh, Jordan Love situation. Um, at this point, the Packers, I think they're officially, I mean, they're not officially eliminated from playoff contention, but they pretty much are. Um, mm-hmm. Is Correct. it time for the Packers to just go with Jordan Love? Aaron Rodgers is already saying he's playing next week. Why? Because <laughs> this is, and, 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 and on, on the flip side of this, by the way, they're playing the Bears. This is the moment. If Justin Fields, and I'm not just saying this because he's on both my fantasy teams. Yes, I am. Um, I'm not just saying this, though, just because Justin Fields is on both my fantasy teams. Yes, I am. 
But Justin Fields needs to rally and go out there and beat Aaron Rodgers because this might be the last game Aaron Rodgers ever plays against the Bears. For the Packers. Straight yeah. up. Like if 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 I'm if I'm like the Bears owner, that ninety year old lady, I waddle down to Bears practice this week and get on my knees and beg Justin Fields to please play. He can't he can't even hand off the ball right now, by the way, without experiencing pain. But he needs to go out and beat the Packers. <laughs> and if you're a Bears fan, you say, No, we don't want to win any more games this year because we want to get a higher draft pick. No, Newman, you are so wrong about that. <laughs> Every Bears fan would would trade their left nut to win this game. Seriously. Yeah, the the scent the, especially if it's Rogers' last one. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god. I, I mean, he does own the Bears though, so they I don't know. <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah. Uh I think it's I think it's interesting. I mean I think that they should move to Jordan Love. Uh, this is you know. you're you're wrong, and here's why. We already know what Jordan Love is, man. We we saw all last Do year. We? We, we hell, we saw him for fucking four and a half games last year or whatever when Rogers was out with Devontae. And if, if you're, one, if you're one super, game. if you're Green Bay, we, yeah, he got one game here. Where do what he had one? He's got like 80, 100, 110 yards with eighty yards after the catch, like. Right now, you want to leave that taste in the mouth and trade him in the offseason. Jordan Love is definitely not it. Yeah, I mean, he's better for Christian Watson, I think. But, yeah, Jordan Love, he, Jordan Love still sucks. And that's why I hope that the Packers think he's good. I really hope they do. Really hope they do. All right, boys. It's been a long fucking time. Thank you so much for coming back and joining me. Uh, many more podcasts to come. Uh, it's been fun, guys. I miss you guys. Yeah. Any closing I'm thoughts? Football. <laughs> football. No, just glad to be doing it again. Uh, feels good. Um, you know, hopefully our, I mean, it's 9, 8.30, so my team's getting ready to get embarrassed. So Yeah, it's three, it's, three, it's three nothing already. Yeah, Is it really? Yeah. Well, I knew you guys were really Jack, getting into Jackson. it when the, the first three minutes of the pod, Marcus just started rubbing himself with, with oils. You look good, baby. We didn't even get to talk about Jacksonville's ass on this podcast. I'm disappointed. There's in nothing else to say. We've memed it to death. But the ultimate Florida man, yes, Jackson Deville turns out best fucking mascot in all of that in the NFL. It's not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> all right, boys. Good night. Sports Gap Radio. Bye.